You sound good. You sound good. You don't sound bad. Good. Are you just talking into it like a regular phone, or are you talking into your Mac, or what? I'm talking into my, my Mac. Can I tell you what I had to do? Are you ready for this? Prepare your heart. Yes. I am now at my in-laws. We drove about 13 hours straight through the night, left at 8.15, uh, got in about 9.30 the next morning, drove straight through the night, four kids, minivan craziness. Here's the deal. I packed everything, charged everything, have it meticulously organized in my gray backpack, which is sitting in my office in my house right now. I left everything at home. My laptop with the editing software, everything. So like a big dumb animal, I realized that about an hour after we left, and I'm not going to go back for it. So I was like, well, they have Macs. And I remembered that I brought my little portable thing, got my portable thing here to hook up my microphones, grab the wrong microphone cable. So today, I went out last night. I hit up every single electronic store in the area at 9 o'clock at night. Then this morning when my wife got back at 10.30 from the grocery store, I drove to Guitar Center 20, 30 minutes away, bought one microphone cable, drove back. That was, that was what I needed. Got it all. All for the fans. All for the fans. I just, I, I actually came up with some prepared stuff. Oh, and good. I just, just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, our fans are dying to know, besides throwing up, what did you do for Christmas? <laughs> so it actually, I, I, when I had the flu, I wasn't puking. I just had no appetite. So I lost 10, 10 pounds. Ooh. So that was great. So <laughs> goal away. Now, now I really am just um, one more church scandal away from being um, at my goal weight. So here's hoping. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm currently uh, talking to you all from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and so we're at Aaron's dad and and stepmom's place. Aaron's, uh, her uh, brother and um, her sister are here with her with her brother's like fiance and her and her sister's kid. Uh, so that's been really cool. And then um, so we um, they got so so on. Christmas Day was actually very chill. It was just me, Aaron, her dad, and her stepmom. Very just kind of chill day. And then her brother and his fiance got in town that night. And um, so we've just been like hanging out. It's been great. It's been very, very chill, very, uh, very unrelaxed. Really like Albuquerque. It's a really great town. I went to the Hispanic Art Museum. That was incredible. Very cool, and spent some time in Old Town here in Albuquerque. They do a thing on Christmas Eve. Went to a really beautiful old Spanish style uh, church here for Mass. It was incredible. Very very cool. So for Christmas, what we did was uh, we hit up Christmas Eve Mass, which I haven't done in two decades. Um, we went to Christmas Eve Mass at six o'clock, six thirty, six thirty, and I got there. I tell people this all the time. The worst mass, if you never go to mass, the worst mass to go to is Christmas Eve mass. That's like the worst because, or Christmas, because it's, you know, like the busiest mass of the year. Yeah, so I, we told everyone this on our, our uh, podcast for the parish that we do. We're like, if you're regular diehard Catholics, park far away from the church, take an Uber, whatever. Um, yeah, my pastor said that during a homily, he's. Yeah, he's like, carpool, take an Uber, do whatever it takes. So we parked far away, as far away as we could from the church. And my whole little family, all in their Christmas clothes, walked over there. 
And it was so funny because they did some Christmas carols before mass began. And as they're singing different songs, every time they would finish, now they don't have childcare, so my three-year-old Thomas the Terrorist, he was like, is it done now? Like out loud, right when the song quiet, right when the song was, is it done now? <laughs> like, no, no, it hasn't even begun. As soon as mass starts, you know, we finish with the opening prayers. They're about to go do the first reading. Thomas looks at me and goes, Daddy, I need to go pee-pee. <laughs> so I'm like, son of a God, everything. But it was good. It was good. Everything went well. My kids were mostly well-behaved, and we headed home, and we had a Christmas morning just to ourselves. And then, yeah, and then um, Christmas afternoon, we went to my parents' house, and my brother was there, and we just had a chill time together. Um Kids played with the dogs and then ran from the dogs because the dogs are super skittish rescue dogs. And every so often they will bare their teeth and growl at my children. And my children are homeschooled kids, and so everything terrifies them. The real world, no! So, <laughs> so yeah. So we're processing. We're processing that. <laughs> so they're still trying to calm, calm down. Oh, my God, the real world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They did not. Uh, they did not um, sleep well after that. But it's okay. It's okay. We were in a van anyway. That's awesome. How long was so? Then when did you drive to St. Louis? Christmas night. Oh wow. Yeah. So we had a full day. So it was like mass, Betty bye, uh, and then they wake up and it's like six from basically like six a.m. to eleven. It was like time with the kids. You know, assembling all their presents, all that stuff. And then we hit the uh, go to my parents' house. They only live about fifteen minutes from us. And then did that for about three hours. And then got home. I took a nap because I was the driver while Shannon finished everything. We had packed the day before for the most part, and so it was just like final prep for everything, getting the kids together, and then we headed out. And uh, yeah, it was a good drive. It was a good drive. I listened to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> so you just drove. Th- you drove through the whole night. Yeah, so we left the house at eight fifteen, and we arrived at nine thirty-five. I oh think in the morning, it's the best because the kids they'll hang out. We all we all chit chat. We say a prayer or whatever. We chit chat. Shannon will put on a a movie or something for the kids because we got one of those built-in DVD players, and then uh, in our in our hot minivan, and then the kids sleep and they sleep from nine thirty till six o'clock in the morning, give or take. You know, when we stop maybe in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or whatever. But they do. It's awesome. And so I don't have to deal with them yakking. We used to leave at like 2 o'clock in the morning. But, they, you know, we still have half the drive when they are uh, woke up from breakfast. So I think from now on we'll leave at like 8. It was good. It was a good time. And if you're able to like take a nap during the day and kind of like that works. Yeah. And you're good at, like, you're good at pulling all-nighters. I don't know if I could do that. I'm also good at napping. So yeah, that's true. That's nice. Um, do your kids believe in Santa? Do you guys do the whole Santa thing? <sighs> Man, millennials as parents, this is now a serious issue in the Catholic community. Uh, it wasn't ever. Um, so they do, we do, but we just don't talk about it a lot. Mm, okay. So I actually shocked Shannon with how much Santa Claus-ish I wanted it to be. And so like on Christmas Eve, I was like, I usually, I did, this is the one time a year I didn't read Twas the Night Before Christmas. I love that book. I love that story. But um, I forgot to read it this year. Just totally forgot like an idiot. But I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
But anywho, so we did. Um, so do our kids believe? Yes. Is it the main part of Christmas? No. So we celebrate the feast day of Saint Nicholas. They do like shoes with coins. We don't do that. We do their stockings. We give them Christmas pajamas and like one toy. And then we talk about. It. I mean, we watch all the Christmas movies where every Christmas movie is about. How are we going to help save the Christmas spirit, Santa Claus? You know, because so we don't stupid. believe in anything. <laughs> we are the buffered self, as Bishop Barron will quote Charles Taylor on every episode of whatever <laughs> whatever show he does. Did you know Bishop Barron was on Ben Shapiro? I did. I, I heard people were angry because of some stuff that he said. I think, I, I, number one, I think that's overblown. I don't think he hit it hard enough that he should have with someone like Ben Shapiro. Because Ben Shapiro is the one guy that can take it. He lives in that world, a world dominated mostly by Christians. I mean, he's, you know, this Orthodox Jew who's very, very conservative, you know, right-wing, whatever. But um, I, I felt like he was softballing it on that show, but I still thought it was good. I didn't think it was bad. But then on the – he was then interviewed with um, the head Jewish rabbi of, like, the main L.A. synagogue hmm. and uh, on, the Dan, on the Rubin Report. You know, Ruben, Dan Ruben, Dave Ruben. Dave Ruben. Uh, I've heard of it, but I don't know. He's, too he's the guy. With it. Yeah, so he's gay. He's married to another dude. He do, He's a classical liberal, and he does all of the, so he's more libertarian. He does all this stuff with um, Jordan Peterson. So he's the one going oh, out to all okay. these college campuses. They organize these events. And it's it's interesting. It's fascinating. But him and this rabbi sat. And there I felt like Bishop Barron, because the rabbi you know, gave a couple of jabs, and I thought Bishop Barron did an excellent job. Uh, all around. It was funny because they kept agreeing on everything. And then uh, Dave Rubin was like, all right, I got to start asking questions about what do you disagree over? And so and then, you know, they talked about some stuff. And then Bishop Barron was like, uh, the J word, Jesus. Like we he's like, I've been a part of interreligious dialogues forever. I love um, especially working with Jewish people. But he said, but it always comes down to Jesus. And I thought it was excellent in how I, I think he did better on that one than he did on the Ben Shapiro show. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, things to make you go. <laughs> and my my Christmas present, I'm loving it. Is um, my wife got me the four Word on Fire classics. Are you familiar with those those books? No. <laughs> oh, I think so. It's they're like they're like putting out like like the classics, right? Yeah. So I have Augustine. I have all four. So it's Augustine's Confessions, Thomas Merton's Seventh Story Mountain. Um, uh essays on the development of christian doctrine by john henry cardinal newman and one more that i'm blanking on for some stupid reason but my wife got me all four but the cool thing is he had i didn't know he's an artist too so there's like a chark oh orthodoxy by chesterton there's like a charcoal drawing of the author that bishop Barron does like an original yeah and then he has an introduction and then there's a couple other introductions and then i'm reading augustine's confessions and uh, i never read the frank sheed version that's the one that they have and it's awesome. I'm loving it, man. Oh, nice. Cool. That's yeah. great. So what did you get for Christmas? Uh, I got <laughs> cologne and a, a, um, a U.S. men's national team scarf. Very excited about that. And then Aaron got me some a scarf. And uh, I got some Liverpool stuff from my cousin. I made out this year. It was great. It was awesome. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. So I got two questions for you, or not really two questions. Have you seen any movies this Christmas break? 
No, no. Uh, Aaron's family's. I mean, I wouldn't say that they're that they don't like the movies. They're just not big Christmas moviegoers. So, like my family, we, we always go and see it at least one. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're emotional shut-ins, but. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm, I'm, if I cough, I apologize, everyone. Um, uh, no, no, it's, but uh, no, I haven't seen anything yet. So plus being right. sick kind of screwed all that up for me. So yeah, so I saw two movies. Two movies. Uh, I want you to guess what they might be. You saw Spider Man and you saw uh, Aquaman. Boom! Nailed it. How do you, it's like you know me? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Weird. So how were they? Uh, if you have to pick one probably go see spider-man into the spider-verse it definitely was a better movie uh, uh a lot better but it's comic booky right so it's animated but the animated the visuals are awesome um i took my three kids they liked it all the villains weren't scary enough that my son noah who's really sensitive about that stuff was afraid but i did i sat next to him and yeah um he held me a little tighter than you know whenever uh you know, Green Goblin or or the Prowler was in view, but most part it was fine, and it was a really good origin story, and that's what it was meant to be. It was really good, and it was really funny, and the characters that they got, the people that they got, Nicolas Cage was Spider Man Noir, so he was a black and white Spider Man who wore a trench coat and solved crimes. Uh, yeah, so it's it's funny Spider Man from all the and and women from all these different Spider universes. So one of them is, um, uh, what was the other one that was really funny? One is Gwen Stacy as Spider-Woman. Mm. So that was a cool take on it. And she was cool. She had ballet slippers on. She was, uh, there, uh, Nick, yeah, Nicholas Cage was Spider-Man Noir. There was like a has-been Spider-Man who got divorced from MJ in his storyline. And so it's kind of like a, it, so you got the hero's journey of Miles Morales, but you got this like, a recovery of the heroic spirit from this other Spider-Man. So it was cool. It was cool. I liked it a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, and it kept up with the great, the great, you know, like, the thing that makes Spider-Man great and why so many people love him, who, like, read comic books back in the day, is because it's the story of puberty, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like, look at all these strange and fantastical powers. <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. I can shoot all this, all this white stuff now. That's weird. <laughs> puberty <laughs> but they did they did a good job with all that like the awkwardness of the boy liking the girl and like all these different things i think they did an excellent an excellent job it was fun and there's a cartoon spider-man of a pig and his name is peter porker that's awesome yeah it was and even the silliness of that was well done in the in the movie now aquaman have you ever seen those gi joe movies that they did uh no no okay G watch the trailer of the gi joe movies then watch the aquaman trailer and say to yourself didn't i just watch this because they're the same movies they're so stupid i mean like in the terms of like the plot and the hollywood like rubber stamp action moviness it's completely driven by cgi some of the visuals were cool underwater and stuff like that but it is it, it felt like the prequels in terms of like the visuals will drive the plot, not the humans. Humans are terrible. And so, yeah. And it was really funny because we we're watching the movie. And uh, who did I see it with? I saw it with my buddy Brian. We're watching the movie. And the whole time I'm like, who is this main villain guy? Who is he? And I couldn't put my finger on it the entire time. 
until he puts on the mask and covers his face. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's like the owl guy from uh, from The Watchmen. Oh. Yeah, so he was Ocean Master. Hmm. And it was it was pretty terrible. It was pretty terrible. Ugh. DC just call it quits, man. Just just do Wonder Woman films, and and we'll be good. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, when you watch the standalone Wonder Woman movie, you're like, okay, DC can do something good. It can tell a good story. It can have interesting action sequences, and the chemistry between the man and the woman were good. And you wanted to watch that. There is no chemistry between the two leads. There's none of that. It's a hero's journey story that's so paint by numbers. You can predict every single thing that happens. Oh, the trailer shows you like half the stuff. Like, uh. so it's you know you know it's like sometimes when they make movies and you just anticipate how it's going to end because you saw it in the trailer. Yeah. But you also know like well of course this is going to happen. That is where the good old Ron Johnson uh, Last Jedi. I'm going to subvert your your what you're anticipating subvert your expectations should come into play like that's the perfect part where you're like actually aquaman blah 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 but you just know like here's the villains here's the you know the hero's journey of the guy the reluctant hero yeah blah 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 here's the turn of event here's the girl oh look he literally kisses the girl right when you think he is here's the fight scene where he resolves to become this hero and here's the fallout here's where things get bad before they get good yeah i just feel like that's where your subverting expectations should come in you know that's when you introduce like the woman does some cool thing and you know changes it like the um like in the lord of the rings movie the third lord of the rings right so where she you know i am no man and she's the one that saves her father who didn't want her to come and the Hobbit, who she brought along with them, you know, saves the day by killing the Witch King of Agmar. Did I just say all those words out loud? I did. Uh, full nerd, right? But that's cool. Like that was a good twist in the book and the movie. I think I, I think another great example of this is the Civil War film because it it gets as the film goes on, it gets uh, it gets smaller and smaller. And also, you think it's going to be about having to fight all of those huge, all of the super soldiers, and then like, but then like, once you get to them, yeah. they're all they're all dead. Yeah, and it kind of yeah. turns it on itself, and that's like I think that's that's another uh, great example of playing with your expectations. Yeah, and that that did do a good job. And you know what I realized after watching um, the trailer for uh, Avengers Endgame is truly uh, Civil War is one of the most important movies of the entire franchise. It's like it's like it's the crux, I think. Yeah, yeah. Hey, just watch your watch your microphone. You're you're doing the scrapey thing. Whoa. Oh no. no. Pulling yeah. an, pulling an Audrey Assad on us. <laughs> you're heartless. You're heartless. Um yeah, so if you're gonna see a movie, uh I I, I really want to see that new um World War One, World War Two movie. Um, oh, the one about they shall the zombies. They shall not grow old. No, no, no. Oh, it's no. like a documentary. documentary. That's sh- by Peter by Peter Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, it's that's World War One. Yeah, I really want. They shall not grow old. I think is what it's called. That does look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had some friends that saw it and they said it was incredible. Actually, I did. I uh, want to make a quick correction. I did a lie earlier. We did watch a movie. We just didn't go to a movie. Uh-huh. We watched the Man Who Invented Christmas. It's good. It's like a good like B minus movie. I really oh, enjoy okay. it. It's not quite as it's about Charles Alone Dickens and Dickens, his process yeah. of writing a Christmas carol. And I nice. liked it. It was good. It was cute. 
Yeah, it, it turns out it was a story about the birth of Christ. <laughs> With a title like that, come on, come on. I know. Well, I think the idea is that like he helped popularize right. Christmas within pop, within modern culture. I don't know how true that is, but <laughs> so really, it could be titled "The Man Who Ruined Christmas." Yeah, I know, right? Uh, no, I, I just, <laughs> I, I've discovered that I really like architecture, like English uh, Victorian architecture from yeah. the nineteenth uh, century. I really, really like that stuff. And the turn of the twentieth yep. century style architecture. I, I could like watch any movie that takes place in that time period because it just looks so cool. Yeah, and you know what I don't like? I d- this is going to sound so stupid, but I don't like English architecture from like the fifteen hundreds and after. Really, it's it sounds so stupid, but like all of those, um, there's like two different styles that in like England and Ireland and all those places that I visited. They're they're like the stones, the small stone churches, you know. Like I like the big, either the Gothic or the Baroque. But they, I don't, and I don't obviously don't know what that. But like the stones piled on top and mortared together, I don't like that look. And I don't like Westminster Cathedral, or Abbey or whatever it's called. The, Never went there. The well, it's the like when the 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 royal weddings where they do the oh the, yeah, the all of the the wood. Like I just, I'm like, this is so busy. This church is so busy. <laughs> just give me a high marble altar. That's all I need. I'll be fine. But no. it's a club I'm in. It's a club I'm in. Inside <laughs> jokes, get you inside listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that one was for you, John. Um, yeah. So anywho, so uh, also we have to deal. This episode has to do double duty, oh. Luke. New Year's Eve. We're not going to be able to record before New Year's. Oh, that's right. You're right. I know. Holy crap. So we're going to we're going to be at Seek. Everyone's excited. Hashtag Seek influencers. Hashtag Seek 2019. Hashtag, hashtag seek partners. Seek partners. Also, hashtag Gomer hasn't registered yet. And every time I tried, I would get a weird thing happen. So I need Luke's help. Hashtag, hashtag. get you on that. You were supposed to do it last week. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag this is what this is what you get if you want to work with catching foxes. <laughs> it's called the catching foxes slump. <laughs> do i have to we desperately need to hire a personal assistant for us it's yeah so ridiculous. we have two our wives they just need to get the stepping <laughs> earn your keep i'm very excited about that man that is next week we will be recording a live podcast on friday the 4th at like 5 30 over at the relevant booth relevant radio booth so um hashtag relevant hashtag contemporary hashtag Contempervent. Like, if it, okay, so like, what do you think the odds <laughs> are that we just like screw ourselves over and just like talk about the filthiest things while we're there? Uh, like, what do you think the odds are that we just like get in our head a little bit too much? And oh, just, no, like destroy it because we can't have it, good things. <laughs> no, Luke, we will resist, we will resist, and we will be professionals in all the wrong ways, and that's why people love us. That's true. I, I know, I don't doubt that. We're gonna see. I'm. I'm excited. I'm really just excited to see the people that are gonna be there. I like, do. I, that's what I want to do the most. And Luke, we have to come up with where we're gonna drink. I know. Sorry, everyone. All these people have been emailing. There's one called like Saint Joseph's. That's like a desacralized church, sacredized church. That's now a bar, and that was one of the places. This flu really wrecked my world. Couldn't have come at a worse time, Luke. Oh no! It really, it truly could not have. I am so behind and screwed now for so many things. <laughs> so yeah, you think for me though, I will say this: 
like the holidays in terms of work wise has slowed down dramatically. Like I put my autoresponder on, I'm not checking email, but I do have, I sell people like call me if you need me, but autoresponder. Um, but also I, uh, I did something rather magical. I destroyed my kids playset in their backyard. Number one, I added like anger or were you trying to use it? You know, it was, uh, I was, I was demoing it. We're eventually going to put something else back there, but it had, it it was supposed to last like five, six years and it it just got old and creaky and stuff. So I took a baseball bat to half of it. And then the other uh, Friday, me and my kids or on Saturday, excuse me. um, We as a family ripped that sucker apart. I had all my kids with power tools just pulling out nails and screws and all this stuff. And uh, we formed quite a quite a little family band there of woodworking and destruction. It really was. It really was. I didn't do a single thing about work, but it was all – I had a million honeydews, and we just cranked them all out as a family. It was awesome. It really was. I got to use a circular saw. That's fun. I know, Right. So that brings me to my question. Are you thinking about 2019? Okay. So last year we did our New Year's themes. Instead of a resolution, what's a theme? So it's going to be something that instead of saying I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, we have like themes that can apply to a lot of stuff, but we try to hold ourselves to that stuff. Now mine was the year of done. I wanted to get stuff done. And I think I did. I did a lot of stuff. We, um, you know, I launched that series with Ascension Press. You know, I had to write all the scripts and film all the videos. That being one of the big things. We have a semester of alpha under our belts. What about you? What are you, uh, how do you feel about this last year? Um, I, I'm feeling pretty good about it overall. I think uh, for me, uh, I'm, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember what I was trying to do. Um, I remember probably the biggest thing I took away was I wanted to practice the rhythm method. <laughs> <laughs> you got rhythm, you got rhyme, you got 12 kids. I gotcha. Uh, feel the rhythm, feel, feel the rhyme. Come on, Jamaica. It's bobsled time. Um, that is not how that goes. Uh, no, but just trying to find a, it is in my house. It is in my house. That's how we do. <laughs> uh, I invite, um, okay. Anyways, um, I was trying to incorporate more of like arithmetic prayer element in, into my life. So prayer wasn't so transactional, but something where I wanted to pray more at like praying like Angelus at noon, bringing more of like a, like a rhythm of prayer to my life. And I feel like that, that um, there were, there were ups and downs with that for sure, but I definitely started to find a little bit of a, of a groove with that and I could see the benefit of it. So I'm going to continue that this year. Um, in terms of adding to it, I'm not sure yet. So you tell me what you want to add this year. Then I'll think about my thing. So I'm trying to come up with a theme, a new theme. I'm not going to do year of done anymore, but I think my new theme might be, and this is going to sound dumb, but a year of new things. Okay. New things. So I realize that there are certain areas of my life that I've either deliberately or used just inertia gotten away from avoid or have avoided and so i have a handful of things that i want to do to that are new to me that you like for instance i haven't gone camping in forever so we went camping last um 
uh, Labor Day, and it was fun. We stayed in cabins kind of camping, but we went hiking and we did all this stuff. I want to do more, like, physically challenging stuff. And I have uh, – I want to I wanna work on this – is, this is going to be, like, the most random. I want to do something with, like, woodworking, and I become obsessed with it. And so that's going to be one of my main things that I'm going to focus on this this year. Um, okay, go on. Yes. A lot of YouTube. <laughs> and which coincided randomly with the demolition of my, uh, of the kids' playset. And I was like, I could do this. I could build this. I want to do something like this. Ah! And so I want to I develop. A, well, so in my family, like my dad has never, you know, his dad didn't teach him any of that stuff. We're suburban. You know, if there's a problem, you call. But uh, I want to do, I just want to develop something. So, and I want to have a, like a project that's easy, that sufficiently challenging, but that forces me to have those things. So that's my goal. That's kind of my goal going forward. Year of new things i think for me this is going to be the year of maturity not that i'm immature or i think that i'm immature but i I just think that there has been a little bit of a some streaks of um i'm just seeing it like like a desire to continue just to grow up into a mature as an adult to continue to put away childish things again like not that i think that i am immature but being sick i i it was kind of it was last week was really interesting. I like I was so sick that I wasn't even like just like watching movies and hanging out. I wasn't doing anything besides like because I couldn't like hold my I couldn't really pay attention to anything and it was just it didn't help and I just felt so awful. I just didn't want to do anything. So I just had a lot of time to reflect. And I've just kind of noticed that just within my life, like just some areas where I want to grow. And I think for me, it comes down to I need to take the highest mature route as opposed to sometimes what is either the easiest or the one that I think is the quote unquote most impressive or not even to like the world, but to me, you know, or the thing that's most um, I want to really like pursue the highest good more. And so I'm uh, just finding like areas of my life where I think I can grow and uh, like, you know, I'm going to try to watch less sports, um, try to listen to less sport oriented podcasts. Again, not that, not, not that I think that sports are, are like bad or wrong or anything, but just trying to do things that are more, uh, you know, cause we're going to be buying a house this, this year. Um, different things like that, you know, just uh, I want to get better at cooking, not necessarily in terms of like what I can do, but I want to get better with, um, like real cooking, you know? And so, yeah, that's uh, cool. And you that's really cool. like try to like, you know, really understand what, what ingredients do what and why they work and what goes best. And like, what are the best kinds of ingredients as opposed to like, I want to figure out these are recipes. I would, I would rather get like three ingredients down very, very well. Oh, and, very uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. And that's kind of like, that's my goal for this year. I think it's just, and cause I, you know, like going to like the um, art museum as well the other day was really, really great. I really enjoyed that. And um, doing more things like that, or I'm taking this, cause we have some great museums and some, uh, we have two great art museums out in Cincinnati and other things like that. And I think me and Aaron are going to try to, um, 
we want to do, you know, we're, we're trying to say, okay, like, well, it's like, what kind of a house do we want? What kind of a lifestyle do we want? What is this going to look like? And I think we're going to really kind of get the bare on the minimum house so we can do bigger things. Yeah. You know, so like we that flew, sense, yeah. um, like we flew out first class for one leg of this flight. We had about a three hour flight and it wasn't because I was feeling awful. We had a really, um, we had like 20 minutes to like, till our plane t- took off in between, you know, whatever. And we needed to eat. And so, we, and I, and I was still feeling kind of terrible. And I was like, Hey, why don't we fly first class? That way we can just like get a, we can like have a meal with the first off the plane. I won't be miserable. <laughs> and it was tell you what man that was amazing it was the most yeah. fun i've had flying since i was a kid oh it was yeah. it's just such a difference flying is so awful and i have i have like uh frequent flyer miles you know rewards that bump me up but i get bumped up from economy to economy plus twice i've been bumped to first class and it's just or business class i guess but it is a night and day difference. Like you are actually comfortable when you fly and get treated yeah. like a human being. And so um, I think I, I think we've, we've been talking like I would rather. This is all like you know like we obviously we, we want to have kids and stuff. And this will change once we have kids. But like if that means like we can fly first class when we fly out, you know, because we want to be able to go to like Manhattan for a weekend or something like that. I would rather um, have like a really small nice house and be able to go do things like that. Then have yeah. like a really like have our like third house, but be house poor, not really be able, not really you know go anywhere. So, people always buy too much house. We did uh, with our or we didn't. We lucked out. Our house rental was too much house for us. But then when we bought our first house, we bought it had a great land, but the house itself was small, but it was perfect for us, and it was awesome. And I all I know so many people they buy too big too quickly. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm I'm feeling really like, um, and again, like, not that I think like it's like that the mature thing to do is to fly first class, but um, just really like like I really want to go. Okay, it's like what are my priorities, and really be aware of what that is and live accordingly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. Good man. Good man. All right. Anything you want to wrap up with? No, I just want to thank everyone for a great 2018. It was a great year for our podcast. So thank you guys for all of your support. That's been incredible. Um, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up in 2019. Uh, a lot of live shows. So thank you to everyone who has booked those live shows. We're very excited about that. It as a guy out, I won't say where, but like I'm one guy who booked a live show said it is way cheaper than what he thought. So. <laughs> that's good uh probably it'll, it'll be low i mean low on the quality on our end but you know you get oh, what you pay for um <laughs> no, no i'm just kidding uh no and uh and a big um a big thank you as well to everyone over on the patreon page patreon.com slash cf i apologize i haven't been so active in the past two weeks but it's the holidays and i was on death door <laughs> i put the patreon app back on my phone and uh have i posted from there so I'm excited. Um, thank you all for being good listeners. Thank you for being faithful. Good luck. 2019 is going to be awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Come and hang out. If, if you're at if you're at uh, C, come and say hi. We'll have stuff either on our Facebook page, on yeah. the Instagram page, and on the Patreon page as well. So Yeah. Also, let's think. in So, Seek in January, Atlanta in February with the Matt Frad show, 
But before we do that, we would love to have someone in Atlanta book us to do a Catching Foxes thing. We'll both be there for that weekend, a President's Day weekend. So the 18th is when we record during the day. But on the 19th or the 17th, 16th, something like that, we could do something. And then in March, where are we going to be? Uh, in March, we're going to be in, we'll be in Dallas. Oh, right, right, right. We'll be in Dallas at Prince of Peace in Plano. And then in April, we'll be in San Diego on like the 5th of April, I think, something like that. And then on the, uh, in May, May is our wild card. That's the one May that we're trying to get still open. With. Yeah. And then yeah. we go to Alaska. Yeah, Anchorage. I'm so excited. In June. And then just did you say a thing about Orlando? Uh, so Orlando, it might be a thing. Luke was so sick, he couldn't even talk about his favorite place, Disney World. Ah, love it. There might be a Catching Foxes meetup in Disney World. God, please. The week after we do Anchorage. <laughs> there is a, there's an event that a uh, fan of the show, Scott, is looking to piece together and so we might be able to do that how funny would god that be? please <laughs> <laughs> all right if you want to look for luke you can go on twitter and find him at the luke the uh for me you can find me at lay evangelist don't bother for christmas though because i ain't touching that stuff um yeah merry christmas happy new year happy new year guys god bless you all to all a good night <laughs> time to give the little bitch